Welcome everyone to Bible College Curriculum for December the 19th. Let's go ahead and pray with me, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Welcome to today's session. I hope, pray that you're in the Christmas spirit. All is well. Good things are happening. Remember, thank God. Humor is the result when you thank God for situations, especially grievous situations. Thank God I can't get all those presents. Thank God I can't make it over there. Just keep thanking God and he will keep us in perfect peace. Acknowledging God is the best thing we do in our setbacks, our set forwards, our in-between, and everything we do. Amen. Today's reading from Faith to Faith book, Don't Settle for Second Best, is the title. James 1, 2 and 3 says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith work in patience. I admit it's tough to be enthusiastic, says Kenny Copeland, about going through tests and trials, but you can get excited about being totally supplied in every way, in want of nothing. Well, according to the Word of God, if you use your trials to develop patience, you're going to be in precisely that position. You see, patience doesn't mean what you thought it meant. It doesn't mean settling sweetly for second best. It does not mean standing meekly by, by while the devil romps all over you. No, patience is a powerful word. The New Testament meaning of it is translated literally from the Greek is to be consistently constant or to be the same way all the time, regardless of what happens. In other words, it's perpetual, moving forward. To understand how much power is involved in that, you have to realize that it's one of the most outstanding attributes of God himself. The Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Think about that for a minute. The guy who absolutely cannot be changed by anyone or anything is an extremely powerful fellow. Wouldn't you say? Obviously, God has that much power. But you know what? You do too. By the power of the Holy Ghost working within you, you can be the same every day no matter what happens. If you put your trust in the Word of God and let patience go to work, it won't matter what happens. You won't ever have to accept anything less than victory again. Now, that's something to get about, get excited about, and shout about. Let's read 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 10 through 17. It says, But you, Timothy, certainly know what I teach and how I live and what my purpose in life is. You know my faith, my patience, my love, and my endurance. You know how much persecution and suffering I have endured. You know all about how I was persecuted in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra. 
but the Lord rescued me from all of it. Yes, and everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil people and imposters will flourish. They will deceive others and will themselves be deceived. But you must remain faithful to the things you have been taught. You know they are true, for you know you can trust those who taught you. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we were, are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Amen. Now, Paul reminded Timothy of the wonderful resources that God has left for us, the Bible. It is the ultimate guide to help us realize what is wrong in our lives. It is the only accurate measure tool available to help us make an honest moral inventory. It reveals God's program for healthy living and shows us how to relate properly and unselfishly to God and to other people. God's Word offers more than just good advice. It promises God's powerful help to all who turn to Him with a humble heart. Our recovery will benefit when we take the time to understand God's Word and apply it to our lives. Amen and amen. And now for the reading of Psalm 19. In the New Living Translation, The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display His craftsmanship. Day after day they continue to speak. Night after night they make Him known they speak without a sound or word. Their voice is never heard. Yet, their message has gone throughout the earth and their works to all the world. God has made a home in the heavens for the sun. It bursts forth like a radiant bridegroom after his wedding. It rejoices like a great athlete eager to run the race. The sun rises at one end of the heavens and follows its course to the other, and nothing can hide from its heat. The instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the honeycomb. They are warning to your servant. How can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. Keep your servant from deliberate sins. Don't let them control me. Then I will be free of guilt and innocent of great sin. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. 
In Psalm 19, no one can rightly say that he or she has never heard about God. See Romans 1.20. His power can be seen throughout our physical world. Even the sun, though silent in the skies, declares every day what God has done. All humans benefit from the sun, and whether they like it or not, they cannot hide from the message it declares to all the world. God is not a figment of our imaginations. He is with us right now, and He desires to help us through the recovery process. Adhering to God's laws will produce wholeness in our lives. Applying God's truth revives our inner beings and gives us insight, even to the least of us, into how we should live. His word is not a burden, but robs, that robs us of the good things of life. Instead, it transforms us and replaces our discouragement with joy. That's what the Word of God does. Now let's go to Psalm 49. Thank you so much for tracking with me. May God bless you, restore you, fill your house with presence. Psalm 49. Let's see. All right, well, let's go ahead and go to Psalm 109. Excuse me, I made a mistake. 109. 109. Praise Jesus. 100. Nine here. Six, eight. Psalm 109. A Psalm of David. O God, whom I praise, don't stand silent and aloof while the wicked slander me and tell lies about me. They surround me with hateful words and fight against me for no reason. I love them. But they try to destroy me with accusations. Even as I am praying for them, they repay evil for good and hatred for my love. They say, get an evil person to turn against him. Send an accuser to bring him to trial. When his case comes up for judgment, let him be pronounced guilty. Count his prayers as sins. Let his years be few. Let someone else take his position. May his children become fatherless and his wife a widow. May his children wander as beggars and be driven from their ruined homes. May creditors seize his entire estate and strangers take all he has earned. Let no one be kind to him. Let no one pity his fatherless children. May all of his offspring die. May his family name be blotted out in the next generation. May the Lord never forget the sins of his fathers. May his mother's sin never be erased from the record. May the Lord always remember their sins, and may his name disappear from human memory. For he refused all kinds to others. He refused to be kind. He persecuted the poor and needy, and he hounded the brokenhearted to death. He loved to curse others, now you curse him. He never blessed others, 
Now don't you bless him. Cursing is as natural to him as his clothing, or the waters he denies, drinks, or the rich food he eats. Now may his curse return and cling to him with like clothing. May they be tied around him like a belt. May those curses become the Lord's punishment for my accuser who speaks evil of me, but deal well with me. O sovereign Lord, for the sake of your own reputations, rescue me. Because you are so faithful and good, for I am poor and needy, and my heart is full of pain. I am fading like a shadow. At dusk, I am brushed off like a locust. My knees are weak from fasting, and I am skin and bones. I am a joke to everyone everywhere. When they see me, they shake their heads in scorn. Help me, O Lord my God. Save me because of your unfailing love. Let them see that this is your doing, that you yourself have done it. Lord, then let them curse me if they like, but you will bless me. When they attack me, they will be disgraced. But I, your servant, will go right on rejoicing. May my accusers be clothed with disgrace. May their humiliation cover them like a cloak. May I, may I will give repeated thanks. I will give repeated thanks to the Lord, praising Him for ever and ever, for He stands beside the needy, ready to save Him from those who condemn Him. Now, we all know what it feels like to be condemned by others, sometimes unjustly. Sometimes we are attacked by painful memories of the abuse we may have suffered. It is then we need to turn to God and relief. He will fill our hearts with his love and help us to forgive those who speak hateful words against us. We can rest in him and do our best to love those who hurt us. It takes great humility to entrust our lives to God. One of the most difficult parts of recovery as God's children is to admit how helpless we are to overcome our powerful dependencies alone. We have all discovered what happens when we try to do things our own way. We we become enslaved to our own desires and appetites, dependent on God and His program in the only road to true freedom. We need to remember, however, that although God calls us to be childlike in spirit, He does not want us to be childish in behavior. Amen. Now for Psalm 139. Famous Psalm, Psalm from King David. Psalm 139, now it's very interesting with this psalm. God is everywhere. We can never escape from his presence. So let's go ahead and read, and I'll come back and read the footnotes on the New Living Testament Recovery Bible. O Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I am going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me my place. Your hand of blessing on my head. 
Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the, the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask that the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night, but even in darkness I cannot hide from you. To you, night and shine as bright as day. Darkness and, and light are the same to you. You made all the delicate interparts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thanks to you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment that was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your strength about time, O oh God. They cannot be multiplied. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I awake, you are still with me. Oh God, if only you would destroy the wicked, get out of my life, you murderers, you blaspheming, you, your enemies misuse name. Oh Lord, shouldn't I hate those who hate you? Shouldn't I despise those who despise you? Yes, I have hated them with a total hatred, for your enemies are my enemies. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Test me and know my actions, thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for coming on here. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Be gracious unto you. Lift up his countenance and give you peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, family, for coming on here. Today's quick study.